0: as you can hear out the window, <laughs> it's Ask an Engineer. Hey
1: everybody, yeah. it's me, Lady Ada. With, with me is Mr. Lady Ada, and we're broadcasting live from the downtown Manhattan factory, where we house Adafruit. This is the place where we do all the testing, shipping, coding, manufacturing, support, videos, and all the fun projects that you love to use and make electronics things with. Uh, behind us is the factory, but it's resting, it's asleep, everyone's home except for us. We've got a full hour of all sorts of fun, maker news, updates, products, videos, guides, and more, we will tell you what's been up for the last week. Kicking off, Mr. Lady Ada is going to tell us on what's what's on tonight's show.
0: On tonight's show, the code is DuffIMU, that's right, hard to say, it's not really a word, but you get 10% off in the Adafruit store all the way up to 11.59pm Eastern Time or when I remember to turn the discount code off, it gets you 10% off in the Adafruit store on everything except for gift certificates, Adabox, and Academy courses. It supports us An open source Hardware company Here in New York City With a bunch of Interesting cool people Who uh, we pay They have healthcare They have 401ks We got paid day off For voting We got paid day off For charity We got a mother's room We got a lot of stuff And when you buy something You can save a little bit And it supports us One of the only Woman owned Manufacturing companies I'm going to just say it The world And someone in can open source Someone definitely. can well actually Me on Twitter Go for and I'd it I'd like to see that because I would then just celebrate those. Look, like everybody
1: else is getting canceled today.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, save a buck or two with Doth IMU. We'll yes. tell you why that code is that later. Okay. Um, so, we have show and tell. People around the world showing and sharing their projects. This was a very special show and tell. We'll talk about that. Yeah, I will. A more. Jump Park Workshop, going to talk about that. Some Make code Minute. Some Python on hardware. Some time travel, where we look at the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers, and what's going on. Help wanted jobs from the Adafruit Jobs board. You can post your skills there, or if you're a cool company and you're looking to hire, you can post there too. 3D printing video from Don Pedro. We got some main New York City factory footage, some new products. We got some cool top secret. We'll answer your questions. We do that on Discord. All almost 16,000 of us now. All that and more on you guess it. Ask an engineer.
1: Dun dun. dun. Yay.
0: All right. I see this thing. Yeah, so let's uh, talk about the code. Remember that code I was talking about? Well, you should use it.
1: Use it. Use Do- it or lose, Do- lose Do-fi,
0: it. Dof-i-mu. Do-fi-mu. Do-fi-mu? Do-fi-mu. Do-fi-mu. dof mu dof mu mu But dof IMU is really what it is. Yeah. Um, while you're checking out, you'll probably notice um, we give away free stuff. There's freebies. Yeah.
1: Um, got our stock freebies, 99 dollars $9 or more. You get a free promo proto half-size breadboard. Perfect for taking your solderless breadboard project and uh, soldering it onto a half permanent, half prototype, from uh, a Proto PCB. 199 or more you get free UPS ground shipping in the content of the United States. That's high quality trackable shipping. Uh, we love it, it's our preferred domestic shipping partner. And then 299 or more you get a Circuit Playground Express, our all-in-one development board for learning how to uh, make projects with electronics. It's got sensors, buttons, LEDs, and alligator clips um, all ready to go and you can use it to code in Arduino, C or C++, make code or JavaScript. Um, code.org CS Discoveries, which is also javascript um, circuit python which is python derivative or other languages like teeny go or micro lisp
0: okay so um, we have some other things worth mentioning on checkout um, for us ups is the way to go if you're okay with mysteries and waiting and Ooh, maybe mysteries. things not being trackable all the time
1: where is it I don't know postal
0: service for you and then international dhl end of story um Same day delivery in New York City is possible. Uh, just on checkout, just look at see if, if it's a zip code that we have that we can do. Because we can't do all of New York, but we can do quite a bit of Manhattan, and uh, it has to be before eleven a.m. Show and tell: people around the world showing and sharing their projects. Maybe you know who was on the show and tell this week, and what did they share?
1: Well, we kicked off with a special edition of the show and tell. We had Sophie from uh, Supply Frame slash Hackaday Prize. Uh, and we went through the winners of the hackaday.com take flight and plus digikey, take flight with feather contest. Uh, digikey sponsored this project, Hackaday ran it. We kind of got the word out and also did some judging. Um, so we did a great job running this contest. It ran through early January. We had like 80 plus entries. They were all amazing. Each one of them is uh, lovely and uh, it is worthy of its own prize. But only a few got actual prizes, check the hackaday.com site for uh, the announcement the, of the winners, because I don't remember each one of them. There's like a spider feather. We're the... going to
0: show it later on the show tonight.
1: Oh, we'll show it later on the show. Yeah. Sorry. And then we also talked to um, the manufacturability winner, the one who will actually get 100 boards made, which is the open book project.
0: And we're going to we're gonna talk about this more later, but this is just to give you a preview. You've probably seen this project around on the internet. It is a not only a, a, a beautiful looking thing, the, the idea and the cause and what this could mean, is just as beautiful so inside and out open source software open source hardware being able to view books that are free and open and public domain on the open book project so this is what we're going to be making here at Adafruit
1: that's amazing all right great work
0: congratulations Joey congratulations thank you so much everyone at DigiKey who's a sponsor at SupplyFrame and Hackaday.io and most of all thank you Joey and all the people who entered Um, thanks for sharing something special with the community and uh i'm gonna say this thank you lady ada for coming up with feather and if you love something you set it free and look at this flourishing ecosystem if you make electronics a flock of feathers if you make electronics you got a feather you got a feather game gotta it.
1: it's cool so
0: it's cool and it's
1: an open standard everyone yeah. have fun spark fun you know extended it and made thing plus plus, this stuff
0: particles doing stuff particle did stuff go to github.com slash adafruit
1: made feathers
0: awesome dash feather and there's hundreds they're hard to keep mm. track of That's you true. could you could make a pillow with all of these feathers
1: <laughs> a little chunky feathers yeah um so thank you to joey and sophie for coming by we spent a couple minutes to chat with them about the winners so that was a special edition first half uh, then we just speed around we did get to a whole bunch of people from adafruit and the community scott uh, from adafruit northwest uh, got a cool like cereal comparator from a thrift store and is going to turn it into a sequencer. It's got switches and it's old and it's funky looking, so it would make a good synthesizer. JP uh, showed up his upgrade to uh, HID volume potentiometer. This time it's on a proto gizmo. Non Pedro uh, made a new NeoPixel Infinity Mirror. Last week was the Infinity Cube, this week is Infinity Mirror, so it's a little easier project uh, with an itsy bitsy nr 2840 Bluetooth module so you can control it via Bluetooth. Um, Drew came by, uh, Helen is still in Berlin, it seems, but he's got a flex-capacitive touch, um, prototype with rounded traces to show off, uh, a coin battery tester, he's improved with a couple slots, and also showed off the first proto of the Open Source Hardware, uh, Association Conference, um, badge slash watch. Watch.
0: Yeah. Or wadge. And, uh, if you stick around for a little bit longer in the show...
1: We'll show it to you. Yes. So stay tuned. That's right. Going soon. Uh, Liz Blitz City uh, is working on uh, a new weather display for Pi Portal. She made some cool 8-bit graphics. Also working on her wireless synth. Matt uh, kind of did a, a similar remix of JP's volume potentiometer. Um, he made a DIY surface media dial. I guess these are a couple hundred bucks, but you can make one, again, with a rotary potentiometer and a uh, circuit playground blue fruit or any other circuit playground or any of our uh, blue fruit boards um, I've never used it but I guess it's a Windows 10 uh, surface like yeah, media so can, like you can you press the button to change whether it's like zoom or scroll up and down it's like one of the generic media dials but um, you press it to change the different modes and Windows 10 handles yeah. it Yeah,
0: it's a hundred every. bucks physical device but you can get a circuit playground blue fruit uh, for, DIY. Oh, for you know 20 bucks Make your own.
1: Yeah, make your own. But it's also cool. Maybe it could be used for accessibility stuff. Yeah. Coding Pro uh, is working on a new Adabot Discord bot called ShopBot uh, and demoed it off. You can ask ShopBot about stock levels yeah, and Discord right now. product IDs and find the product ID for a name, all sorts of stuff. And Richard A. is working on a Pi Portal UI design guide and showed off his initial UI. Okay. That's what we had for Show All participants
0: on the Show & Tell get an As on Show & sticker. Email support at and we'll send you one if you're a kid. Please have a guardian-like entity uh, email for you. Part of our Adafruit live series shows tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Jump Park Workshop. So Jump Park's working on a lot of cool stuff. I'm going to just show some snippets from some things JP is working on. First up, if you have an iOS device and you want to do cool things with volume controllers and more with hardware outside of just using the iOS device. Mm-hmm. This is for you. So this is really neat. You pair the Circuit Playground Bluefruit, and then right away you're able to make a silky smooth volume knob. Look at yeah. That.
1: What's neat about that. BLE is Do music. Um, this is for the uh, Apple Music service. So it's a special. It's not just a keyboard. It's actually acting as a, as a special music interface device, and so. Um, it only controls the volume and tracks. And uh, you can also get information from Apple Media Service. So we'll be doing a guide about that soon.
0: Other one that's kind of interesting. This is uh, the kind of, you know, th- Going back in time a little bit, this is like the first knob project we got going. It's like, okay, here's here's the here it is on the breadboard. Here we are, like, making sure it works. And here's, here's like, the first early stage. you can see, the little LEDs on the I Circuit think, Playground I think fruit. John
1: Park's icon is his face with two Blue Fruits on it. And yeah, eyes. That's, kinda...
0: that's what we requested. Cool. Um, and then this is, you know, kind of the, the remote, yeah. more advanced version.
1: This is uh, making a keyboard with five buttons. So this can be interesting for accessibility or like unique interfaces. And what's neat is you can have it press, you know, play. Uh, this is just like A, B, C, D, E for each button. But you also have it send whole strings or like special control characters. So if you've ever done HID USB devices, you can now very easily port that code to Bluetooth. It's like the same exact code, except you pass in a Bluetooth device instead of a USB device. It's really neat.
0: Yeah. All right. And then every single week we do a Make Code Minute. And here is the latest.
1: Take it away.
2: For the Make Code Minute today, I wanted to show you something that is really useful and uh, quite simple to do, but really an elegant way to improve some of the visual quality of your games that you make with Make Code Arcade. And this is the Flip image block. So here's what what I'm going to show you. Here's a cute little character I have in a game here and all my game does is I can move this character with my arrow keys. And you will notice I have two little uh, sprites here, or actually one sprite that has two different directions it can go depending on the direction of movement uh, that I'm doing in the game. And so the way to do this is to use this image category block that's called Transformations, Flip Picture Horizontally. Uh, And so what I've done is, I can zoom in here a little bit, on start I'm creating a sprite, and this is what this sprite looks like. In fact, I can zoom out a little bit. So rather than try to mirror it in the sprite editor, we don't actually have a mirroring tool in the sprite editor, so you'd have to kind of redraw that or go to a different tool and import it. There's actually not a convenient way to just transform the image itself uh, during uh, the sprite creation. However, that's no problem. We can have the game only store one sprite, which is more efficient, and then transform it for us during gameplay by using that flip uh, my sprite image, is the block I'm using to refer back to my sprite's image, horizontally. And then I've just set up a little bit of logic that says uh, there's a variable called facing right, and that's false to begin with. If I hit the right button, then I am facing right. And I flip the image horizontally. If I press the left button, I am not facing right. And so we go ahead and flip the image back and forth. And so it takes care of all that uh, mirroring transformation for you. And you can see it's really fast. I know my frame rate's a little slow on uh, broadcast. But it's it's lickety-split, really fast, and a nice way to add uh, a little uh, horizontal flipping effect to your sprites inside of Make Code Arcade, and that is your Make Code Minute.
0: Okay, so John Perks Workshop tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Catch it, learn how to build all these things and more. Cool. All right, Python on hardware.
1: Blinka, 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 I made you out of Python. <laughs> blinka, 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 I'd like to value your REPL.
0: That is. Uh... That's pretty good. I don't he know. You thought, thought of that on Look, the Look, I'm going
1: to stick to the engineering, okay?
0: So uh, big news, the Open Hardware Summit 2020 badge is CircuitPython powered. That's the big news.
1: <sighs> just just drop the biggest news first, why don't you? The end. Can no I, build up? Thanks, everybody. Okay, fine. Um, so
0: here's some um, renderings. renderings before it got sent out.
1: So you can see Bluetooth, BNO055 sensor. Yeah, I'll go back APDS sensor, just four buttons. Yeah. Environmental sensing. Yeah. This is jam-packed. Look, it's got a, um, a quick connector even. Yay.
0: Yeah. And so what I think is cool. What's cool? Is it's the number 100 circuit Python board.
1: Which it's, we did not plan. It's, it actually just happened that way. It's
0: the 214th open source hardware certification Granted. That's a good number, too. Yeah. It has uh, DigiKey as a sponsor. Sparkfun and Oshpark are working on it and making it. And I think best of all is we were able to make something together as a community like CircuitPython. And I saw the uh, project log, And there was a bunch of different choices that uh, the team who's working on this could make. And they evaluated all the things. No one picks things all the time because they, they like us. I assume they like us. But maybe let's assume they don't. Doesn't matter because you could get you get so much with CircuitPython. I
1: think you, get, yeah. you it's
0: like it was ch- it was chosen because it was the best possible thing. It wasn't because like Adafruit asked for it. It wasn't no, because no. we had anything to do with it we in fact. To do this. On our on our list, circuitpython.org slash downloads. Yeah. There are more non-Adafruit boards than Adafruit boards. It's true. There's fifty nine. I will plus. say
1: I think, you know, Drew has done a bunch of badges before. I think he's project managing or kind of like he's working on this project and I think his last project he used the esp32 which is a great chip, i love these p32 but because it doesn't have native usb it can be challenging to get files on and off of it and i think you know he was trying to have people change their photo and text on the badge and i think like they had to come back to the desk to do it or use like a special tool and that's why i think he liked the idea of circuit python where anybody once they had this watch slash badge you could quickly modify it hack it adapt it and i think that's the goal of CircuitPython. People are like, what's what's CircuitPython about? It's about ease of use. In five minutes, you can get something done. You don't you you have the ease of use of Python and um, beginner friendliness of CircuitPython, which also means experts find it easier to use as well.
0: If you like rapid prototyping, if you like having great documentation, you like having lots of code, you wanna just get, this get to it this is for you. But I like that if you're doing a badge for the open hardware event. You kind of have to pick the most open stuff. You kind of have to hit, pick the things that people will be able to do the most with. And we didn't know about this. We didn't know anything about it other than it's like, hey, we're doing this now. So I thought that was cool. And it's it's you know one of my one of my favorite quotes is, be so good, they can't ignore you. And I think that if you do a good job with firmware and code and lots of things, people will just use it because they're like, well, like this is just the best thing. And like this is I, that's how I feel about. Uh, Feather and Stemma and Circuit Python and lots of other things in the electronic community. But this this is neat, and uh, I can't wait to get mine. We will. All right, next up. Uh, Speak. Packard is doing a very cool cr- crowd supply. I was about to say crowdfunding uh, cause, and like, Kickstarter and all that, but it's on crowd supply. Well,
1: there's a cool rendering. Meet
0: the snack board. So the Snack board is a Circuit Python compatible board. It runs Snack. It is Python on a very... Uh, in a small microcontroller and it's a great tool for teaching hands-on robotics and programming for young and old. Here's all the stuff you can do. Build a snack board out of Lego parts and if you're interested in this, can you use Python or the snack language and it's available on CrowdSupply. So we're a backer already. Snack board.
1: I think this is interesting because you know yes of course snack, this is a really cool low-cost way to use SNEC or Python hardware, but um, the EV3 module from Lego, like their official programmable brick is also now MicroPython compatible. That's new, like a couple weeks ago, we announced that. So I think it's interesting to see how kind of everyone is sort of meandering, but eventually getting to the point of like, you know what, Python is a really good way to get people programming robotics and electronics. And you said before that robotics, you know, if you have to, Calibrate sensors and and test motors, doing it in rapid iteration with CircuitPython is really great.
0: Yeah. If you have to change one little value to make the servo do one more angle and hit compile and save it, and this all these things come up and then it transfers down and then it has to boot up per iteration. You're looking at days and weeks just to do the same thing you can do live with a REPL. So I think wherever this electronic world ends up, I think live coding. And REPL and a scripting language, Python like or Python, is going to be where it's at. And because that's where it's going too. It's not like, it's not we're making this up. We're actually just reporting on what's happening. Yeah. You know, it just hasn't been distributed yet, as like, Bill Gibson would say. Okay. So that's going on. All right. Next up. So we have some massive updates on CircuitPython.org.
1: Yeah. We've skinned up.
0: It's cool. Blinka so, has shed her
1: skin and grown a new one.
0: Yeah. So the things that are in there, um, There's a homepage that has descriptive text on why CircuitPython's easy to use. All the folks we thank and all the links to the different efforts that are out there. Um, Special thanks to Damien George from MicroPython. That's where we got our start with uh, CircuitPython. Downloads features over 100 boards and now has a counter of how many boards that are supported. Same for Blinka, there's a board counter and there's over 35. Libraries, the CircuitPython library bundle contains all the current libraries available for CircuitPython over 200. Handy you links for how to contribute, the latest news, and I put in an RSS feed. Thank you, Justin.
1: You've always wanted an RSS feed.
0: Everybody should have an RSS feed. You love them. Um, links to awesome-circuitpython as a resource, the newsletter with all the past issues we've ever sent out, help link, Discord server, and how to get started. Go check it out. New boards. Circuit Python snakes its way to the C-duino. C- how do you think? The shall. Connected? The shall. Yeah. Okay. It's a minimum-low-cost board. uses atmel. SamD21. Guess what? You can run CircuitPython some on it. Some What if you want to do some uh, space stuff? So uh, Max and Zach are doing an event. It's the Robot Exploration Lab and Kubos and Loft Orbital. They're the host. And if you want to learn all about PyCube, the CircuitPython-powered satellite board, and why they chose CircuitPython, check it out. There's some slides and more um, that you'll be able to see on the tweets. Um, but I posted up the Eventbrite link and resources and more. This is kind of cool. Um, there's a Lora Watch coming soon. Open source Lora Communicator. And uh, out of the box, out of the gate, guess what? They're saying you could cir- be
1: doing something really important. They're
0: saying CircuitPython's going to run on it. So they have posted up some renderings. I thought that was cool. That oh, was nice. And... Uh, Here's uh, the 3D one that spins I think it's around. It's like
1: yeah, it's it's very similar to the the watch yeah, yeah. that we uh, I mean, so yeah this for So cool. this is so cool. We didn't get around to doing a
0: watch it, No problem, someone else's. So that's cool. Nice work. Also, uh, here's a cool video that was posted up. It's all about the Adafruit Itsy Bitsy NRF52840, and watch the whole thing later. Um, but this is a nice community-made video that shows all the cool features and all the things it can do.
1: Smaller than a nine volt.
0: There's some. Really neat games. Um, We've had the Pi Badges and Pi Gamer out for a while. And students are making pretty cool games. This is Joe in the Jungle uh, and uh, Snack Kebabs Bongo Bonanza. It's a Circuit Python game, old school video game uh, for the Pi Badge. And uh, it's made with the Circuit Python and Stage Library to create a Guitar Hero-like game. This is uh, the Egg Collector.
1: Okay, I need eggs.
0: Yeah. So you go and, go get the uh, egg. you know, guess what you're going to do? Oh. Collect eggs. Don't get the bomb.
1: Don't get the bomb. Uh-oh, yeah. tough. How are you going to get both eggs? All right. Okay, it's tough. So the
0: other thing that we've been trying to do, and again, it's like, I think I said this on the show, until tell when people talk about stuff that are using it, they, they usually come up with better words than the people who are making it. So this is neat. You know, I always have to remember, like, what, are, what do people say about CircuitPython and Python on Hardware? And uh, John on Twitter was just talking about this. Um, and someone was like, oh, what's the CircuitPython thing? And they said, it's super nice to be able to reuse the same libraries on the microcontroller as on the server and desktop. And that's what we did with CircuitPython and with Blinka. So that's nice. Here's the CircuitPython project. This is the NeoPixel strip matrix. It's animation with NeoSprite, bitmap-driven animations. Uh, we link to the in the forums and GitHub and YouTube. And you can see how this is made, and it uses CircuitPython. Up next. This is a 240 by 240 mini Pi TFT as a Pi hole with a BME 280 on a STEMA QT with CircuitPython.
1: This is cool because it's exactly what it's meant for. It's like you can—it's yeah. uh, an ad blocker, but also connect up a sensor to the plug and then run our example code, and, and you can immediately get sensor data. Yeah.
0: Tom created a CircuitPython library for the FFT code based on the SuperCon Audio Badge project, um, using the Adafruit guides made it super easy. You can check out the code, and uh, this is a little bit of a snippet from what it can do. Next up, lots of neat combinations. This is uh, Evans' project. It's a Sphero RVR and Circuit Python working together. The Metro M4 over there.
1: Yeah.
0: Arturo of NXP chip fame and Feather NXP fame uh, had a neat thing. Took five minutes to add support for a new display. Circuit Python. That's how easy it is. Yeah. Five minutes. There you go. Bang.
1: Bang. Repl. Like this? Like that? There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> You're rapplin'.
0: Um This is from Deshifu, one of the most talented uh, console makers for CircuitPython. This is a case mod that someone in the community did. Um, it's really neat. The maker movement now just makes Baby Yotis.
1: It's 100% Baby Yodas. And
0: so um, this is a 3D printer, uh, 3D printing project. And uh, this was from Micro Center, and they used a circuit playground to animate it. So, Or maybe it's kind of cool. This is a LED little, back, little black dress with a sound reactive uh, mode and other patterns by Geek Mom Projects. It was made with a circuit playground blue Here is a first rev of a Bluetooth LED air quality monitor using our stuff. Ate a box right at Christmas. And here's another quote, crazy how much you can get built these days just using Python. That's right. You can build it with just Python. Other stuff going on and hardware that we thought was neat, uh, there is a lot of really cool companion bots. It's from Angela. And you can see this really cute bot. This is uh, a bunch of feather stuff. The tail has a power cord in it. Super cool. Over on the microbit world, micromag.cc. They are now open for more contributions. So if you like yourself some microbit and some MicroPython on that, you can write an article. Couple of neat projects. There's some LEDs, NeoPixels, and resin. Good for a project like Valentine's Day related soon. Um, this is kind of neat. This is some 3D printing in NeoPixels.
1: Yeah, I like these fans. Yeah, it's really... so cool. It's like a different shape and style. I've not seen this kind of thing. Yeah.
0: And, you know, we had a recap of a lot of the guides. This is CircuitPython Powered Cube, and that is the Python on Hardware news this week. Oh!
1: Thank you, Ada Bot. <laughs>
0: Alright, so let's uh let's do some time traveling. Okay. Alright, do you remember Do you remember Shantel tonight? That was like pretty cool. the thing
1: that was like an hour ago? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Remind me, what yeah. happened?
0: Well, um, we talked about the Hackaday Take Flight with Weather Contest sponsored by DigiKay.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And it's flyframe.
1: Okay, I do remember that. And Hackaday. Yeah.
0: And uh, that was kinda cool. So um, we wanted to go over the winners of one specific spot here. So uh, congratulations, Joey, on the open book project.
1: The Manufacturability Prize. We will be manufacturing 100 of these open books Yeah. for everyone. It might not be instant because we have to do a little bit of work to get that going, but uh, I'm very excited to have this be available on digikey.com.
0: Feathers in space. That's right. Space Uh, feather. The Junebug Project, which is designed as a feather compatible brain for small satellites, it is probably one of the most interesting uh, feathers to function without a battery. So you can use intermittent computing with that. Junebug takes the, you'll cut yourself on the edge title. Look at
1: that gigantic capacitors, like a surface mount super cap, yeah.
0: okay. it's like fuse or something. Next up, four like. legs, one finger, and a serial port. The spider wing gives you the creepy crawlies as it ticks around on four legs made out of 12 servos. That's pretty weird. Yeah. So this is a little bit of taste of the uh, prizes and the, the people and some of the projects and more um we'll be following up with joey soon we're going to be doing a video and uh, this will be available from digikey not too far from now next up if you are a student and you are part of the github education program you get a free year of adafruit io now so all you have to do you probably already know this if you're they email and they do the verification usually it's pretty easy you have an edu address but uh once you have all that going with github sign into your adafruit account go into services and click the github connect once you do that you get a code for adafruit io for a year and you get a 30 percent discount on either circuit playground express or circuit playground express Bluefruit. and so that is just for github student pack folks each student all together for you to add up the value for all the different partners on you know this slide and more it's about two hundred thousand dollars and this is the first time they added hardware. So we have a software piece, which is Adafruit.io. We also have Circuit Playground Express, Circuit Playground Bluefruit. So you can get it for 30% off. It's a big deal. Nice. OK. Adafruit jobs board, jobs.adafruit.com. And uh, this one, I'm doing a favor for a friend. I said I'd definitely get the word out in okay. addition to just you know have it there. Uh, Waldemeyer is one of the best living LED artists on planet Earth.
1: You like LEDs? You like making them look good?
0: Jobs Here's your job. Dot Adafruit.com. Check it out. Look at Waldemeyer's site. Google around. This is one of uh, the most interesting jobs I think we've had because your art and your your code will uh, go in places you've never expected. So jobs you can, you can get. Go
1: to like hang out with artists. You can. Go he's like way too cool. he's, he's very. Cool. He's
0: super cool. He like.
1: If you want to get into that scene, yeah. this is definitely the way to get into. He's that like
0: scene. he's like an art. He's like an artist artist. Yeah. He's an artist artist. So yeah. anyways, um, check it out. All right, we are an open source hardware company. Um, we got a few things going on right now. Um, We started up Stemma. Awesome Stemma. So github.com slash adafruit forward slash awesome dash Stemma. Anne's doing a great job with this if you want to contribute. This is going to be very much like Feather and Circuit Python. And please,
1: you know, it's also awesome. It's awesome Stemma because we've had Stemma for a while, but also submit things for Quick for growth, quick
0: growth, gravity, gravity, whatever, and, any kind and of stuff like Stemma is things. meant to bring these all together, and
1: hopefully, it's the most compatible. Yeah. It is.
0: That's because that's what you wanted to do. That's what I want. So one of the things that w- our goal is, hopefully, like besides just like making stuff that p- the customers want and the community yeah. wants, what I'd like to do is see the community of companies get together because everything is like kind of feather-like, has kind of a quick or stemma, grove. Quick thing. Also, it's starting to run Python. I liked every like if we could all just get together and say, hey, look, this is the, this is the format. These are the formats that, that really make sense for us. Yeah. I think the end result for the users and the customers and the community, they'll just get more because they won't have to like I have to get an adapter, I have to change the code, I have to do this. They'll be able to do a lot of stuff. So we'll see. Open hardware summit's coming up. We'll see if folks are into that idea. Um, I said it before. I'm going to show you the photos. These are hot off Twitter. Hot. This is uh, the open Hardware badge for the. Look year. at
1: that. You got Bluetooth, memory, you got some sort of chip thing, got a TFT connector. Yeah. Looking good. Looking good. Looking like it even the has the open source hardware, the purple marking.
0: PCBs from Oshpark. Yep. Okay, we're two have hundred and five guides.
1: I think we had did all eight guides go live this week? Yeah. We had a lot of guides this week.
0: Yeah, I like it when it's when I can do this. I know, when
1: it's nice. I like it when
0: I can do this like perfect screenshot with eight. Yeah, because you can still read it, and I can do this trick to show like the animations.
1: It's true. Okay, mm. so um, let's go for the bottom two. So Brian uh, has been working on IMU boards. We've just we've just been clank, cranking through all these different inertial me- measurement unit chips um, because we're trying to kind of get all of them ready so we can release Sensor Lab that supports all different ways of getting the sensor data. So the LSM6DS33, which is a very low cost. Um, six degree of freedom gyroscope accelerometer. We now have a guide for that. Um, we also have like the matchy, matchy magnetometer. So ST makes, matchy-matchy. is matchy, matchy. ST makes the LSM 60S33. They also make the LIST3 MDL magnetometer. So the six DOF has accelerometer and gyroscope, but usually you want nine degrees of freedom. So you would pair that with the LIST3 MDL to make a nine DOF. So you'd have like both. Um, we have a guide for each individual. Sometimes you just want a magnetometer, or sometimes you don't need it. They're available as separate breakouts. We also have one with a combo. Uh, each guide goes through Arduino and CircuitPython code and examples. So whether you want to use it with Arduino, Raspberry Pi, a microcontroller, whatever, we've got code to get you covered.
0: Shout out to Brian, also known as Sedacious, for these.
1: Yeah, he's just he's just walking through all of these different guides, and uh, we have more on the way. Um, Katni uh, wrote up the guide for the Adafruit Itsy Bitsy nrfc 2840 um, This is our littlest Bluetooth board. People wanted this before the New Year. We got it for the New Year and now we have uh, the guide up and ready. Um, whether you'd like to use it with Arduino or CircuitPython, we have code for it. It's a lovely little uh, board with Bluetooth and a couple little extras on it. Uh, easy to use with CircuitPython, but we've had Arduino support for a very long time. Um, for this board. And again, it's it's the smallest Bluetooth board we have. So definitely you can fit pretty much anywhere. Carter did a guide. Um, we have the MCP221, which is USB to i squared c adapter. So we thought, let's look at um, some of the projects that we've done where, for example, you read sensor data and then you put it into a Google document for data logging. Um, this is a kind of common thing that people want to do. They want to have a spreadsheet of data, but they don't want to enter it by hand. What's neat is Python can write to Google document. The hardest part is actually getting the permission to do that. You have to like set the permissions for the Google document to let you write to it. But once you've done that, you can have data automatically come in streaming over USB. So this is basically without a mic controller with just direct computer to USB connection, you can get any sort of sensor data and automatically fill in, you know, every few seconds or minutes um, this data to do data logging direct into a spreadsheet, which is just like super cool. Kevin Walters did a guide. Um, He actually kind of threw this in unexpectedly, but this guide is really neat. This guide is about how you can take two blue fruits and turn it into like a quick dot project. So who pressed the button first? So we've had this project for Circuit Playground Express, but when you want to do a wireless version, it gets a lot more complicated because there is the time of flight, like how long does it take messages to go back and forth over Bluetooth? So when it first starts up, it actually does a little ping-pong check to see how long is it going to take for messages to go back and forth between the two so you can get like synchronized messages. Also, it goes into the science of whether you should use audio or visual triggers to let you know whether to press the button. So um, it's like a science experiment. You can actually see like how fast do you react? And it turns out, well, I won't spoil it for you. Check it out because he talks about the visual cortex and like the auditory cortex and like the different signal paths of your brain and like how they figured out how the brain works based on these experiments. So this this guide went into like a totally cool place. So check out this guide. Uh, I learned a lot um, from reading it. Even if you don't want to build it, I think you should check that out. Nona Pedro did uh, the NeoPixel Infinity Mirror. We'll show that guide. And uh, JP did Um, Two BLE HID projects. One is a volume knob, a a rotary encoder to to volume up and down, as well as a five-button simple keyboard. So a keyboard project and a rotary encoder project, two different ways to do Bluetooth Low Energy HID uh, in CircuitPython. Boom. Those are the guys.
0: Yeah, and uh, there's, you know, a couple little other videos that uh, we'll get to later in the show and we already showed some of this so that's coming up ahead we'll show the longer video of the NeoPixel coaster soon okay let's do some uh, new New York City factory footage factory footage without a bunch of construction going outside our window
1: yeah that building's gone now it's time to clean it up and yeah. get ready for the next one our
0: rent's gonna go up a bunch so don't, um, don't forget to buy stuff because we've got to save some money <laughs> okay <laughs> let to put some money in the bank it's gonna happen okay let's do some 3d printing
1: okay get some infinity mirror action 3D
0: printing we're gonna do two videos back to back and we'll uh, see you at the other side
3: first is the infinity mirror and then some spacex speed up printing
1: see you in a few minutes
3: Hey what's up folks, in this project we're building yet another infinity mirror So this makes a really cool optical illusion that uses acrylic mirrors and a strip of NeoPixels We're using the Itsy Bitsy with the NRF52840 so we can remotely control the LEDs With the Bluefruit Connect app for iOS or Android you can set different colors and animations I designed the 3D printed parts so they snap fit together so it's pretty easy to build. I made it portable and added a rechargeable battery with the switch you can easily turn it off. In this video, we'll walk you through the assembly and show you how to build your own. The code for this project was written in Adafruit's CircuitPython. It's really easy to set up hardware with Bluetooth using the BLE library for CircuitPython. With the LED animation library, you can customize the settings and create different effects. The code is on GitHub so you can download and modify it to work with your projects. I designed the enclosure to house all the components so they snap fit together. I tend to make these parametric so it's easy to swap out different parts. So you can easily scale this up and I think it'd be cool to see a much bigger version. You can get the parts to build this project, links are in the description. I cut a strip of neopixels so that it's long enough to wrap around the acrylic inside the case. I removed the sheathing because I find the hot glue sticks better to the back of the strip. I made sure to wire up the first LED using voltage, ground, and data in. I wired up a slide switch to the lipo backpack so that we could turn the circuit on and off. This is wired to the bat, ground, and USB pins on the itsy bitsy board. This add-on board lets you recharge a LiPo battery over USB. You can plug in a LiPo directly into the JST port on the side of the board. I made sure to check the wiring and test the switch. The NeoPixel strip is wired to the pins on the bottom of the board so we can share the ground pin. With everything wired up, we can test the circuit out before installing it into the case. If you're new to electronics and just getting started, be sure to check out our learn guide. There you can follow along with the build photos and a wiring diagram. This roll of film has a one-way mirror finish that becomes transparent when it's lit from behind. I cut out a sheet and trimmed it down so that I could make several pieces that fit the acrylic disc. This way, I have some extra copies in case I mess something up. I'm using this serving tray so that the soapy water doesn't get all over my work surface. Also using a pair of gloves so we can avoid smudges and fingerprints. The film has a protective backing that needs to be removed. Adding pieces of tape to the corners can help peel apart the two layers. These acrylic discs have backings on both sides so you'll need to remove them as well. I used a spray bottle with soapy water to wet the surface of the acrylic. The sticky side of the film also needs to be wet so I made sure to get total coverage. The trick is to use lots of soapy water so the two surfaces can adhere smoothly. Place the film over the acrylic and try to get it in the center. Lay the film on top and press down. I used the squeegee that came with the film and rinsed out all the water and air bubbles. I made sure to use plenty of paper towels to soak up all that water. I proceeded to squeegee the film until all the soapy water has either been wiped away or dried out. Once both sides look good, I let the film dry for a few minutes before trimming the excess. I flipped it over and used a box cutter to trim along the edge on the outside. You want to be super careful not to scratch up the surface while doing this. This took me several times to get right, so it takes a bit of effort to get a nice finish. So with some practice and patience, we're able to get these two pieces. This 3D printed ring will help the NeoPixel strip stay in place. The strip is fitted inside and wraps around with the NeoPixels facing inwards. The wiring is fitted through a slit so it doesn't get kinked while installing the acrylic. I use dabs of hot glue to attach the strips of NeoPixels. This keeps the strip nicely secured so it stays in place. I made sure to keep testing the circuit so that I could catch any mistakes. It's a good idea to wipe down the acrylic before installing them into the case. The first piece press fits into the top cover with the mirror side facing inwards. The ring of pixels can then be fitted inside. Make sure the wiring is lined up with the slit. The second piece of acrylic can then be placed on top. You'll want to be sure to turn the circuit on to test out the effect. The frame can then pass through the electronics so it can be fitted into the top cover. These two parts snap fit together and they have pretty tight tolerances. You want to make sure the wiring is still lined up with the slits. The itsy bitsy can then be snap fitted into the bottom cover. Tabs on the side will keep it in place. The LiPo backpack also press fits and the slide switch is installed into a little holder. The switch is easily accessible on the outside of the bottom cover. With the parts in place, the battery can then be connected and tacked down. The bottom cover can now be snap fitted into the frame with the openings lined up. Turn it on, try it out, and there you have it. My final build has a few air bubbles, but overall, it's a pretty decent finish. I wanna give a shout out to the NM Maker on YouTube for inspiring this project. Link to his video is in the description. Thanks so much for watching, and don't forget to subscribe for more projects from Adafruit.
0: How to make all this stuff with Noem Pedro every Wednesday, one a.m. Eastern Time. Three D Hangouts, the longest-running three D printed printing gonna yeah. print show.
1: Yeah. On
0: there, printed printing print, gun print. print. Okay. Okay. Um, before we get going on new products, Daffy, you.
1: Supports
0: us. There's us. Just the most. that's was around. It was around on a Friday. There's more of us, but.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't like mandatory company events I did, like for legal stuff you know like hey everyone here's harassment training here's yes. workplace violence training here's the 401k stuff here's your medical bit. like yes you have to show up to that it's important but I don't think everyone should be forced to be in a company photo f- you know like I don't no, think no, so no
1: some people don't like to be photographed too and that's fine and I think
0: because we don't do that a lot of people show up
1: they do Yeah. okay um, also we have
0: remote like remote is kind of the future of work it's hard to get everyone at the same time um, maybe we'll get little bots so they can show up
1: you the get little cyber bots yeah okay let's
0: yeah, we're gonna get a copyright strike for that. You're not allowed to
1: I don't think that good. Yeah. Alright, let's kick it off. Don't forget
0: You gotta subscribe to AdaBox.
1: Subscribe to Ada Box. Next one's coming out, you're gonna love it. but speaking of Better and
0: Better. These were the magazines in the last AdaBox, Box, so we have a bunch.
1: And we have some left over. Yeah. Pick them up. These are, are, this is a lovely Ada box. Of course, it has. This make your Christmas food anyways. It has everything. It's got Bluetooth Low Energy it has in Circuit it. It's
0: CircuitPython and Bluetooth Low Energy articles in it. Collect them. This Supports cool, cube. Hackspace.
1: This is one of the best um, hacking, making, crafting magazines. 132 pages, beautiful photos, beautiful guides, beautiful. Yeah. Thro- I mean, this is a it. really nice
0: magazine. And then, oh, yeah, I'll go to the overhead for a second.
1: Save it look, and then look, just give it as a. Cotton buds. First, yeah, that's,
0: my, that's my bud. That's your um, bud. All right.
1: So, yeah, all sorts of cool stuff uh, in here from any kind of skill. It doesn't have to be electronics, although, of course, and, you know, if you subscribe, get a free yeah. setup like on Express. So.
0: I was just talking to a journalist, and uh, I was saying there's never been more magazines for makers. Because I think they were writing about, like, oh, like what's happening with maker it like It's not all just called Make, you know. Yeah. There's Hackspace. There's, like, Diode uh, magazine. there's diode zone, I just you know. went through the whole list. I'm just like, I, I can't keep up with stuff.
1: Because too there's, there's
0: too many publications online and print.
1: Okay. But speaking Spe- of Adabox. Speaking so of Adabox as well, um, so we've sold through the Adabox 14 packs, so all the ones that are left over. We only have like a dozen or so left over from uh, the bill, just we make a, a couple extra just in case. Um, so if you would like to follow along with the Adabox 14 projects, We now have a pack in the shop. It doesn't have all the extras, it doesn't have the tissue paper, it doesn't have the cool AdaBox insert, but it does have all the parts necessary to build the projects such as the snow globe, um, the TFT Gizmo, the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. Um, So if you'd like to follow along with the AdaBox projects, and we have a lot of them, um, this pack, it basically has everything that you would need to do so, minus the cool box. Okay, this is, Very macro.
3: It's art. I know
1: what's going on here, this texture. This is a very, very tiny LED. This is a 1.5 millimeter by 1.5 millimeter Neopixel. (laughs) These are small. They're so small, and it doesn't even make sense to me to show them on the overhead because it's just too small. But I will show you as I... Get get a
0: little closer in
1: there. I I soldered it to some wires so you can see it.
0: I want to see... Let's see if we can get that to focus better. That's pretty good.
1: Okay. It's, It's basically like a teeny glowing LED I mean like like, a
0: grain of sand
1: it's a basically it's yeah it's like it's a grain of salt it's super tiny 1.5 millimeter by 1.5 millimeter I soldered wires onto the bottom very carefully um not recommended that you solder them directly I mean this is a little delicate I use like the silicone wire what I recommend you use is um a surface mount setup so like you know like here we have a two by two millimeter dot star this is a 1.5 by 1.5 Neopixel. So great if you want to add a little LED indicator um, that uses only one pin, which is really great. It's what I love about Neopixels. And of course, there's uh, libraries and drivers for almost every platform to drive these LEDs. So you get the bare LED. You do not get it soldered onto wires. If you want to use little point source LEDs, but you don't want to do the soldering, we have in the shop um, this LED strip that uses the same LEDs but uh, they're pre-soldered onto the strips. One second. Open this up and I'll show it to you. So um, this is the same LEDs, but they're soldered on and you can cut these little tabs. So if you just want the little point source of lights or you want a couple in a row, uh, this might be a better way to go. So you can either pick up uh, this LED strip or you can get the individual LEDs if you are comfortable surface mount soldering Um, those little lights. That said, these are the smallest uh, addressable LEDs we've got. It doesn't come any smaller than this.
0: All right, well, that's that. Tiny. Nope, that's it. Mix up.
1: (laughs) Okay, DPS 310. This is from Infineon, and they made a barometric pressure uh, and temperature sensor. It's got a nice range, and it's ultra high precision because it does uh, many oversamples. Um, what's nice about this is it's got I2C and SPI. We've written an uh, Arduino library for it, working on the CircuitPython code that'll be out. By the time you watch this video, I'm sure it'll be live. And what's nice about this is it's, it's designed to make easy to do precision altitude measurements. That's what you can use it for environmental sensing, like if you want to know what the incoming uh, uh, barometric pressure is, so you can know what the weather system is. But for example, here I've got the sensor and you see it's pretty stable. It's like, okay, the height above ground is about 44.9 meters. And as I raise this above, you can see I've, I've got the wire stretched out. It's like, okay, your wire is about 30, 40 yeah, centimeters show,
0: show you. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: so I can show. So as I as I raise and lower it, it can actually precisely tell it, it theoretically can do, you know, 10 centimeter precision. Yeah. Um, the absolute accuracy cool. might not be as perfect, but this is a good sensor for any kind of altitude sensing. It's inexpensive. It's a great idea for a drone or any other kind of project where you want to have it stay uh, a certain altitude above ground. Um, also good for environmental uh, measuring uh, measurements, of course. But I think what this is really good for is altitude, precision altitude Measurement and conversion so check it out. It's very low cost a great alternative to the Bosch BMP 280 uh, At a m- really great price. It's almost uh, a half the cost
0: All right start of the show tonight besides you Lady Ada our community and our customers and our team is this
1: Okay, for we have been just cranking through all of these ST IMU sensors This is the third of the batch. So we've done the LSM Uh, DS33, we've done the LSM6DSOX and now we have the ISM330DLC. So you're like okay there's a lot of letters and numbers, what's the deal? Basically when you have a six degree of freedom IMU with accelerometer and gyroscope, the accelerometers are pretty stable those you don't have to worry about, but the gyroscope you're going to pay more to have a more stable gyroscope because when you do inertial measurements Accelerometers, it's usually a relative. You—you doesn't have to be absolutely correct, but a good gyroscope is essential to getting um, really good non-jittery, non-drifting measurements. So I'll show on the overhead, I have a setup here with the STM32F405, which is a really lovely uh, Arduino-compatible feather we did with ST. And I have it connected up to a Feather OLED on this doubler. And what's nice is I can just plug in this Stemma QT connector to, and this is the low cost lsm ds 33 So this one is the least expensive. And you'll notice that the gyroscope has an offset. So it thinks it's 2.1, 2.2, 1.3, and then, you know, Z is 0.2 offset. So I'm not moving it. This is being held stable against the table but even just being held stable, you see that there's that offset, and that offset can be pretty large, and that's what it will cause drift in your um, IMU measurement. So if I unplug this now, and I plug in the LSM6DSOX, I'll reset this. You'll see now, as long as I hold it steady against the table, it's, you know, the X is 0.1 maybe, Y is also maybe 0.1. You say I actually need to get more digits of precision because it's under one digit. And Z has about 0.6. So it's much lower drift on the gyroscope. It's a much higher quality gyroscope. It's been trimmed and and calibrated. So the LSM-60 Sox is a way better quality gyroscope than the LSM-60 S33. It's more expensive, so it's a trade-off. You know, if you don't need it, maybe you can get away with uh, the lower cost version. But if you want to have a higher quality IMU, spend a little bit more, get the LSM60SOX. It's got much better stability, um, much better accuracy, and you're gonna get a uh, higher quality output. Then, if you are using this for industrial temperature ranges, so going up to 105 degrees centigrade, um, this chip is almost identical to this one. The drivers are actually, in fact, almost identical. You just have to detect the chip ID. But otherwise, it's very similar The ISM can go up to 4,000 degrees per second, whereas these two can only go up to 2,000 degrees per second. So if you're having very fast motion, um, this sensor will do much better. This sensor is also good for a much larger temperature range and it's got temperature compensation over that large range as well. So again, for industrial temperature uses and and situations, uh, the ISM, a little bit more expensive, but you're gonna get much better performance over a large temperature range. And also again, Um, it has a pretty good quality uh, offset for the gyro. So, uh, you know, again, under 0.5 offset. And then, of course, you can trim that calibration in software as well. Another nice thing about the ISM-330, which is pretty neat, is um, this sensor actually has the accelerometer and gyroscope on the same die. So you're going to get better synchronization between the two measurements as long as you read them both at the same time. Um, And both uh, the LSM-6DSOX and the ISM-330 have some cool stuff built in. Like they've got a pedometer and they've got interrupts, of course, and um, uh, you know, all sorts of like FIFOs if you need them. Uh, There's a great driver from ST and we have a simplified driver. Um, They also have a kind of cool state machine uh, system built in that can do basic um, accelerometer, gyroscope, um, motion detection. It's not quite machine learning, but it's like kind of a state machine training system and uh, check out ST has some cool videos on how to use the built-in state machine you have to program it in a certain way but it's a way for you if you don't want to go all the way to tensorflow light for microcontrollers you can detect you know whether you're uh, sweeping the motion or doing a circular motion or an angular motion you can do that built into these sensors without any external computation on the microcontroller all right that's ISM
0: 330 Okay. Well, uh, it's time for recap.
1: Okay. New, no new, 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 new. We've got some leftover hack space, Christmas edition. Uh, it's not just for Christmas, it's year round. 100, 132 pages of awesome projects from Raspberry Pi to Arduino to soldering to crafting to knitting to welding. Kind of everything. Check it out. Um, if you missed out on AdaBox 14, we've sold out. But you can still pick up this pack, which contains everything you need. To build the projects that we put together for AdaBox 14, you know, they got the snow globe, the ornament, the gizmos, so you can play around Blue Fruit, a couple of the extras, uh, so you can kick off those projects and get ready for it next year's Winter Wonderland. This is a very, 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 very small LED. This is a 1.5 by 1.5 millimeter NeoPixel. It's so tiny. Um, great for very small surface mount projects. We have these in an LED strip, so if you just want, then pre-soldered and ready to go I'd suggest the LED strip but if you are pick and placing or hand soldering a surface mount design you could use the extremely tiny LEDs to add a NeoPixel to your project. The DPS 310 is a very affordable precision uh, barometric uh, pressure and temperature sensor great for altitude detection that's what it's great for uh, it's very affordable compared to most barometric pressure sensors so great for drones robotics Anything that has to do altitude detection, but also would be good for environmental sensing. And the star of the show is the ISM-330. It's industrial uh, quality ST, accelerometer, gyroscope, 6-degree of freedom, IMU. uh, Accelerometer and gyroscope on the same die, so you get very accurate readings, very low noise, um, good for industrial temperature ranges with internal compensation. So when you really need a high-quality IMU for your industrial robots, you just want something a little bit better than what's on the market, this is kind of the best there is out there. ISM 330 IMU.
0: Okay. Those are new products. I uh, don't forget. It. Now it all makes sense. DOF IMU. DOF Is where it's at. IMU. So here's the thing. What? I, I don't ever want to use the words industrial 4.0. I just... They do have it in the video screen. I didn't, you I know didn't know mention
1: it, but they did say, ooh, okay, like, so industry 4.0. So
0: maybe... So maybe all of us here who are watching and watching later can make a deal. Yeah. So we won't put the buzzwords on things if you just buy it for the right reasons. Like I I don't want to end up putting like it's for industry 4.0 industrial industrial 4.0. Yeah. Because it just seems like a wrong It just seems like it's a very like cynical like the only reason someone would buy it is like, oh I need I need industrial 4.0 stuff. I need a stuff. Di- I
1: need ind- industry yeah. 4.0. Yeah. So,
0: you know, this is really good stuff at a great price that can be used for industry
1: Maybe. It's for look. The word industrial in, in, in electronic means like a temperature range. Like, what and was
0: quality. industry 3.0 and what's going to happen well, yeah. in industry 5.0? Is there going to be industry 14.0? No. This
1: is there fourteen point one? Why is it point zero? Like what? Is but, there any like sub revisions? Is there, like a bug fix? Like, yeah. So,
0: anyways, yes. I kind of feel like if if we all just agree like to, to stop having ah. cause you know why you know why people come up with those why? things because they work. So, anyways. All right, so we're going to do some top secret.
1: Okay, so in top, the vault.
0: Top secret. Um, we're going to do some, so probably no trivia thing tonight. We'll do some questions in the chat. Um, also, phone things. Uh, we, we, had, we had a busy day. Okay. Top secret. Uh, what are these?
1: These are some more upcoming SEMAs. Some of them are revisions. So uh, some of these like the SI21, uh, the SGP30, and the VL6180. These are sensors that we already have in the shop, and I'm kind of, I'm really liking this Stem QT slash quick layout. You know, one inch by 0.7 inch. It's nice and compact. It's got plenty of mounting holes and they're in the same location. It's got these plug and play sensors. It's got the breakouts at the bottom. Um, It's just really handy to have everything kind of have the same components and the same layout. Also makes my life a lot easier for when I do the manufacturing design because I know like it's kind of all the same. I don't get to like reuse stencils necessarily. Well, sometimes I do. Uh, but I do like that um, everything's kind of the same size. And so um, we spun a bunch of our old sensors. So as we sell through and we get out of them and and test these new ones, we'll update them to um, use this new layout.
0: Okay, we're going to show a very short video, 53 seconds. I think you did an excellent job doing machine learning with Teachable Machine. Are you wearing a hoodie or not a hoodie? And then...
1: It's my 1984 hoodie too, so it's, it's in style.
0: Can you tell a microcontroller what to do? based on that information. So here we go. what is this?
1: This is Machine Learning Monday. I'm using Teachable Machine to train up some images of me wearing a hoodie, and then some images of me not wearing a hoodie, and then me missing. And I trained a model, and you can see the model here. I have a hoodie on. It says I've got a hoodie at the bottom here. Yeah. And then I exported the model. So there you go, exported it to TensorFlow.js. And then I've put it in. Um, this P5 sketch that will use web USB to connect to a Circuit Playground Express.
0: Yeah, so you're going to connect hardware?
1: Yeah, and then you can see the web USB sends data, so if I'm wearing a hoodie, it's yellow. If I'm not wearing a hoodie, it goes purple. So I'm connecting hardware to machine learning using Teachable Machine. All
0: right, Machine Learning Monday. Hoodie, no hoodie. Hoodie, no hoodie. Hoodie. Hoodie, no hoodie. All right, and then uh, by popular demand, uh, we made a little 3D rendering of Clue. And we spun it around, put some music to it so you can watch this. folks in the community already started putting together charts comparing microbit to the adafruit clue adafruit clue is way different however it does have something in common it has that nice connector so there's some microbit compatible accessories that'll work with it we got some cases coming out soon this is for pi badge for pi gamer for edge badge you'll be seeing those soon and uh with that lady is uh Top secret things I have...
1: Get back in the vault. No. Wait.
0: The vault's oh, not closing. Oh, that's right. I have my... I, There's I, something very... Like, right at the second, you throw my hat through and then go through, like, Indiana Jones. Okay. Um, what do you got?
1: Um, I got some PCBs of Artur's, uh feather, the M7-1011. This is the um, uh, NXP RT-1011. Feather chip. It's got SD card slot on the bottom. It's double-sided. It's a four-layer board. Right before Chinese New Year, I got some PCBs ordered and got them in time. So I might be putting this together in the next couple days. I think this would be kind of cool uh, to try out, to try out this uh, feather design. It's got uh, memory for Python and, of course, storing the program. It's got a uh, stomach UT connector, USB-C, battery power, and this uh, gigantic uh, 80-pin QFP RT-1011. So, very exciting. 500 megahertz chips. We'll see what can this thing do. All now right. get back in the vault.
0: Yeah. Well, I was trying to close the vault door, and that was, like, stuck. It was witching. I know. Okay. Um, go to adafruit.it slash discord. Go into our Discord channel. We are heading there right now. Start asking your questions. Um, we're going to probably give away two things next week because we got to go. we got to go. So, we'll answer your questions. Um, but we
1: gave you the gift of our time.
0: Yeah. And the gift of everybody hanging out and being cool together. Um, so we're on the discords. We're going to be up to 16,000 soon. But it's adafruit.it slash discord. Um, so there's one question that someone was asking. And I don't yeah. know if I can answer because it's top secret. But um, we can, we can. I think we can, there's a couple things I think we can answer. Um, OK, Maybe. was Circuit Python running on a Teachable Machine Circuit Playground demo that you did on Monday, and if not, um, it was
1: not. It was Arduino yeah. because I needed to use Web USB, and we don't yet have a Web USB demo for um, and, Circuit Python. And
0: I'll say one of the things that's cool that we wanted to make sure is when we ship hardware, there is a uh, very high likelihood you can decide to run Arduino if you want. You can run TinyGo if you want. You can run MakeCode if you want. In this case, you can run Circuit Playground, and then oh, cool! I want to do this demo. Boop. Double, double yeah, click, tick, the, tick.
1: the demo I, I modified an existing demo. Which uses web USB, not web serial. Web serial is quite new. Uh, hopefully, that will you know, become more popular. And I think you, you still have to like, turn it on in a special way. Um, but um, in, in Chrome, like it doesn't even come default. Like, you have to do a thing to do a thing. Okay. But uh, yeah, that demo is web USB to match the existing code.
0: How is the heat dissipation on the 1.5 millimeter neopixels?
1: I mean, don't turn on full brightness all the time and have them in close proximity. It's meant for an indicator, not for an illuminator.
0: Okay. Uh, Lady, do you think Ivy League colleges like MIT are worth it?
1: It it depends. I mean, I don't think that you have to go to MIT or Ivy League to be a good engineer. Um, It kind of is what you make it. I mean, I I liked being at MIT, but I also had a really good time at BU. Um, If you want to do research, with a certain lab or professor, chances are you have to go to the university to do so. I mean, there's sometimes exchange programs and stuff, but it doesn't really matter. Some of the best engineers I know did not go to Ivy Leagues. It's, it's really not essential.
0: Um, I'll tell you one thing about Adafruit because uh, people like to work with us. Uh, we don't care. Yeah, uh, I don't there, care. There's a lot of folks here that they. Might, I don't even know where they. They to might school. have a GED. Some of them uh, didn't even graduate high school. Uh, a lot of folks. Uh, didn't even go to a two-year or four-year, that's okay because what we try to do is is hire for uh, the culture, for the the vibe, Mm -hmm. Uh, are they interested in working together? And for uh, the remote folks that we work with, it's usually because they're in the community, they post up projects, they do things. So we we try to uh, make sure that it's very, like here's the things that you want to contribute. Open source does make it easier. People are like, why do you open source? Well, one of the things is uh, when people are doing open source together, that's a great way to find potential coworkers and people to work for a company. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I do think, I'll say this, is uh, things have changed. There's been progress. But I think if you didn't have the MIT pedigree, I think early on, the, 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 the crummy duders online that were like, oh, you're not a real engineer. Because you had that, I think you got less of it. But you still got a bunch.
1: No, then so, dude, people said, like, I can't believe you went to MIT. Yeah, like, they must have but, really lowered their but standards. But I'm just
0: saying, I, I know that. Which they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> but, I th- but I think it would have been worse. It could always it could be, be worse, but I think it would have been worse. And I think that you that was a hard thing that you had to do and go through. And I think it did help.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, MIT really sucked. Mm. Like, it, it sucks. That's your
0: answer. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, someone asked about the... Uh, key transmitter on YouTube looks like someone was helping them out with that. Okay, cool. Any chance of chartreuse uh, PCB or more purple?
1: Yeah, sure. Each t- you know, it's like not a standard color. We try to get purple sometimes, but as you can tell, it doesn't always come out quite right.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, cool. So folks like the answer about the Teachable machine. Then um, someone said, "Don't let schooling get in the way of your education." Yeah, it's kind of what you what you do, and um, what you do with it. All right. So I think we're gonna okay. call that. I think we're gonna call that a a night. A night. Okay, show. and we'll
1: give away two things. We're we'll probably gonna give away
0: two things and plus I didn't have time to do some phone the stuff. The phone
1: isn't working right now. Phone lines it's, are down.
0: It's working, but it's uncertain. Not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't wanna experiment at nine thirty nine. Okay. So that's All right, our show. Thanks for everybody. Night. Don't forget the code is DOFIMIA.
1: Get your DOFs in.
0: So it'll be up to 1159 tonight. Thank you very much, everyone in the Discord chat, all the various chats, all the Adafruit team members, both here and remote. Thank you, I believe it is, Zay and Slack behind the scenes here at Adafruit helping out. Special thanks to all of our community, all of our customers. Congratulations to Joey and all the people that entered the Take Flight with Feather contest. Thank you, Sophie, for all your work with that. Thank you, DigiKey Supply Frame. Hackaday for being sponsors on that. That was a great, great contest. Super fun and uh more ahead because we're going to tell that story in the open like we always do what does it look like taking that to manufacturing well we're going to do it here what a cool thing that's cool what a cool thing and and it you know it's going to be neat there's going to be someone who reads a book on that that they never read before and it's going to spark something and then they're going to do something and they're going to do something they're getting another person's going to do something and you know like i was saying earlier when you came up with feather you didn't think Boy, this is going to be great for an e This is going to be great for assistive technology. This is going to be great for satellites. But if you didn't, but you can't start that way. You're like, here's, some, here's like the best possible thing with a lot of empathy for the people that are using it or would use it in mind. And yeah. then, then you get this, like, you know, the, the thing that people could use to build things. It's a, it's a very, very powerful way to do electronics. So congratulations to you too. I, I
1: didn't do much. Yeah, you did. You worked on
0: a bunch of feather stuff. I know. I remember every day. Every I remember when when we did feather. It was like every week there was a new feather. It was just unending. Now there's a new feather. feather Now it's stemma. Yeah,
1: every week. Yeah. All right. Plus there's a feather once in a while. All right, everybody. All right, thanks everybody. Bye bye. See you on the other side.
0: Here's your moment of zener.